Alrighty. Hey, welcome to Barbershop.talk podcast. You talked about it in the barbershop on Saturday, and we're going to talk about it today on our podcast. Hello, my name is J Rod, and I am your host. I am in Out the Way Studio in Indiana. Indianapolis, that is. I am joined with my co host. KC. Thank you, J-Rod. It's a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk podcast here in Alpha Way Studio. I look forward to presenting topics we discuss in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discuss them. This will include a gambit from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of Barbershop Talk. All right, that's our sponsor, King Cap. He's always turning it up. Man, he got it bumping from the get-go. <laughs> he certainly does. Hey, you know what? Uh, you know, I think about jumping right into this topic because it was kind of a um, very intriguing topic. Now, if you're a sports fan, and especially if you are a football fan, you have heard of Aaron Rodgers, the oh. quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. Yes, uh, the defending uh, league MVP. Oh, that's absolutely right. You know, I was a big fan of Rodgers until just recently. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of his talent, but not so much the person anymore. Not anymore. You know, in fact, I'm jumping off his bandwagon completely. Mm-hmm. I mean completely, because this guy outright lied. Oh, bold faith lie. And, and it's not just that he lied, but it's all the people that he potentially put at risk from his lies. That's a very good point. Because if you don't know, um, matter of fact, I'm just going to play this clip to let our listener um get up to speed about what this is all about. So take a listen to this. Really late for us yesterday during the show, so we do need to explain the latest in Green Bay because they will look to start Jordan Love this weekend as Aaron Rodgers will reportedly be unavailable because of a positive COVID test. This, of course, raised a lot of eyebrows because back in August, Rodgers seemed to imply that he was vaccinated, which would carry a different timetable to return. So take a listen to what Rodgers said during the preseason. Are you vaccinated and what's your stance on, on vaccinations? Yeah, I've been immunized. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of conversation around it, around the league, and a lot of guys who have made statements and not made statements, owners who made statements. Um, you know, there's guys on the team that haven't been vaccinated. Uh, I think it's a personal decision. I'm not going to judge those guys. All right. Did you hear that, Casey? He's not going to judge those guys. He's not going to judge himself. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, because he's one of those guys. You know, outright lie. In fact, if you see this interview, when he's answering that question, they ask him, he's shaking his head yes. Mm -hmm. To yes is the answer. Not yes, as he's saying right before he says yes. Man, that is terrible. You know something? I think he got caught. Oh, no doubt he got caught. I think he got caught. But but the worst than being caught is how he handled it after he got caught. Oh. You know, he didn't accept the responsibility of misleading the people and stuff. He tried to carry on as far as, and what really bothered me the most, and maybe I should say this, because maybe we 
do we have some snippets later? I don't know of his later interview. But but what really bothered me the most is he tried to deflect from the real issue to other issues yep. that he knew there were groups of people that didn't like the these other groups of people to get them to, to join on his bandwagon. And unfortunately, it worked. Yeah, I mean, like a true politician, mm-hmm. a true politician. Now, you know, we're going to play our, our favorite uh, personality, which is Shannon Sharp. Yes. Because he just tells it like it is. All right, Shannon, tell it like it is. Now, second of all, they said that if you're not unvaccinated, there are certain procedures that you got to follow. The gathering, you can't be no more than three at a particular time. Oh, he jumped ahead. I mean, he really jumped ahead. I'm going to go back because he says more stronger, uh, stronger comments prior to when he was talking about the protocol. I think when he uh, first started off with this conversation, he was talking about the guy was an outright liar. I'm going to see if I can find that uh, in here somewhere because I'm certain we have it. The way Aaron handled Hell yes. Get out of the electric field. Yes, I got a problem. He talking about their guys on the team that's unvaccinated. You're yeah. one of them. Yep. Didn't that come across like he was trying to shift it yes. all onto them? They're unvaccinated. Exactly. They're not, don't look at me. Skip, here's the thing. And I've heard a lot of conversation. They said Aaron Rodgers was disingenuous. Aaron Rodgers was loose with the truth. Uh, he didn't, he misspoke the truth. Uh, alternatives, this and that. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers lied. He said he was immunized. The CDC defines immunization as having the vaccine introduced into your body to treat a specific disease. Mm -hmm. So he said he was immunized, saying that he was vaccinated. That's what immunization means. Mm. Come to find out, he's trying to get an alternative. Yeah. Hold on. It's not Pfizer. It's not Moderna. It's not Johnson and Johnson. Mm-hmm. The NFL clearly lays it out. You need both of those. You need one of those. You, but you need one by a certain time, yeah. and you need a negative test. None of which he's done. Wow, he sounds angry. Well, yeah, because uh, I think we disappointed uh, in, in Aaron Rodgers. Uh, this is a guy that's you know he's a league MVP, uh, arguably the best quarterback in the league right now, and so there's a lot of uh, uh, respect. Uh, uh, bestowed upon him. He's a face of the NFL. And this guy goes out and lies about such an important issue as this. The NFL uh, took all these great measures for these uh, COVID protocols and stuff. And he basically just spit in their face over it. Yeah. I mean, it is it, it is a bad thing. It is a very bad thing. So I, I'm very disappointed in him as well. It's a major big uh-oh for me. Uh-oh. And I think they should just Blow the whistle on them. <laughs> <laughs> That's what football's all about, right? <laughs> like, oh, oh, oh. And then now he's crying like a little baby, if you ask me. Oh, isn't he, though? Yes. Aaron, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the big baby. But, you know, I do have to say, you know, there's some actually – now, uh, some non-personality, in other words, people who are not in the entertainment business, got some very strong words. And uh, I have a couple of people talking about it. I mean, this one guy, he is a major Green Bay Packer fan, but he was disgusted. So let's see what he has to say. Aaron Rodgers, I considered you a family member for the accomplishments you made with my fantasy football team, okay? Team, the operative word, team. 
There's no I in team, but there is an I in liar, you fucking liar. You immunized liar. What is that word? You knew what you were doing. Now you're out there. Now you're telling the truth about what you're taking, right? You're taking this. You're taking that. You're taking horse storm. You're running the fucking Breeders' Cup this weekend. You're getting your medical advice from Dr. Joe Rogan. Call Dr. J. Okay? He's vaccinated. Now we got to revoke your state farm insurance because you're uninsurable because you're a liar. You're telling, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm do-. You weren't talking all that straight talk at the beginning of the year. Why don't you retire and go to Hawaii? Oh, you can't go to Hawaii because in Hawaii, you have to be vaccinated. Okay? Hawaii doesn't like liars either. And I'm sure the people of Green Bay don't either. Wow. wow. And here's the crazy thing. That was Andy Rogers, Aaron Rogers' brother. So <laughs> 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 he pissed off a lot of people. <laughs> uh, that is terrible. I mean, it is. That's disgusting because, you know, I always like, if you lied about that, what else are you lying about? Right. Well, I can tell you right, all credibility. Yeah, I can tell you right um, now. He's not going to heaven. Yeah, he'll never hear that. No, no, he'll never hear that ever, never, ever. I mean, that is, it's, it's pissy poor. It's really pissy poor. Now, I bet you're going to try to cover it up. I mean, they're going to try to make it right. But there's a lot of uh, if the if the let me say it this way, on the other side of the coin, nobody would try to make it right. Do you, what was that track runner that uh, the one that was smoking some pot? Uh, Shikari Richardson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, if you don't remember her story, you know, after her mother died, she was smoking some pot, and everybody was talking about ruse a ruse, and she broke the ruse, and so therefore she should be. Uh, disqualified or unable to run in the Olympics. But what's amazing right now is that a lot of the media outlets are not even stating that Aaron Rodgers told a lie. They was uh, he told the mistruth. Yeah, it was Misleading, a false statement. Loose with it. You yeah, know. that's the, he lied. He lied through his teeth. He lied. He lied. In fact, here's a person who's talking about the uh, what we was talking about the uh, the Olympic runner. So I've been thinking about this a lot over the last few days. So let's think back a few months ago, right? Shikari Richardson was banned from running in the Olympics because she smoked pot after her mother died, right? And, you know, even though weed is being legalized across the states, the U.S. Olympic Committee still hasn't approved it. So she broke the rules. But at the time, there was a loud group of individuals saying, hey, she didn't follow the rules. She deserves to be banned, blah, 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 blah. Now jump ahead a couple months later, Aaron Rodgers, right, decides not to get vaccinated. He takes, you know, a medication that hasn't been approved. Um, He knows the NFL hasn't approved it for use for either a vaccine or to cure COVID. But a large percentage of those same people, not all of them, but a large percentage of those same people are saying, hey, he's a hero. He's not letting people step on his freedoms. He's sticking it to the system. So what's the difference between these two? I really want to understand. I think I can answer that question. I'm, I'm listening. One of them was an African-American. <laughs> 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 you know, it's amazing talking about he's a hero. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what he, uh, the part you're not hearing. The reason why these people jumping on his bandwagon is because when he did his little uh, interview, 
He used dog whistles saying the woke people and cancel culture and all this. This had nothing to do with the issue. But he brought those, he, he interjected those issues, those statements out there, because there's a lot of people that don't like those groups. And he knew they would jump on his bandwagon just because he's attacking those groups. Yeah. In fact, it was the code. I call it the code word. Mm-hmm. Cancel culture. That's what he said. That's yeah. a code word. And, he and, said, and the woke. And witch hunt. Mm-hmm. All those was uh, uh, code words yes. that Donald Trump and his mob used a lot to circle the wagons mm-hmm. or get their little bunch together. And, so he was using the same code words to get that type of support. Right. To deflect from the real issue. And, and, and sadly, a lot of media fell for it. Um, and and certainly a lot of the people that know he just lied to everybody. It's not about, hey, you're not vaccinated because you had the choice to be vaccinated or unvaccinated. All right. But if you're not vaccinated, stand on that and follow the protocol. I'm with you on that. In fact, if I was a teammate, I'd probably be a little bit upset. If I'm sitting in a huddle and you know that you're not vaccinated. And you hollering out the, the play, spreading your, your breath all on me. That's a problem. Especially if this one of them plays has got a lot of H words in it. You know, hey, uh, half back, ho- <laughs> holler down the road, you know, and spread. <laughs> spread it all in the hood. If I was a, a um, teammate, he would have lost a lot of credibility. And if I'm offensive lineman. Oh, he getting sacked a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> well, why not? Why not? Well, I tell you what, we're going to pause real quick here, and uh, uh, I'm going to switch gears because I do want to recognize our sponsor. Because last week, you know, our sponsor, he's pretty hard on us. That that King Cap, he's pretty hard. He was listening to our podcast last week and said, hey, you cut me short. <laughs> I'm like, he threatened to cut our studio time short so we're going we're going to acknowledge him today yeah no question about it well all right king cat we're going to recognize our sponsor as you said eventually <laughs> all right what we're going to do is uh actually we do want to recognize our sponsor the first one is uh out the way studio which is uh owned by king cap incorporated uh, is where they have custom apparels, especially T-shirts, uh, any type of uh, masks, hats, shoes, you name it. He can custom make it. Uh, just let him know. If you have any uh, information or if you want some information, go ahead and email KingCap, K-I-N-G, Cap, K-A-P, 317 at gmail.com. Again, that is KingCap, 317 at gmail.com. Now, also, we want to uh, recognize our second sponsor, and our second sponsor is 421 Barbershop, located on in, on Michigan Road. Matter of fact, it is a family-oriented barbershop, and we do have master barbers. In fact, I think we need to play a tune from King Cap just to make him happy. What do you think? Let's, let's rock. All right. See what you got here, King Cap. Oh, it's our favorite. All right. That is King Cap. By the way, this is the holiday season. If you, if you like for him to perform at your Christmas party, Thanksgiving party, New Year's Eve party, he'll be happy to do that. 
That's all you got to do is send a request to his email, which is tcap317 at gmail.com. Just be prepared to get turned up. <laughs> yeah, I think you better. I think you better get turned up. You know, so I'm going to switch gears a little bit. You know, I'm tired of that Aaron Rodgers stuff. Okay. You know, uh, you know, I, I'm going to um, this guy. He's a doctor. Mm-hmm. He's a doctor, and he he uh, builds on relationships quite a bit, and he gives great advice. And he talk about the perfect type of husband because he said there was two types of husbands, right? And he uh, was at a workshop, and I heard him speak, and he was talking about one, and then he talked about there's two types of wives mm-hmm. and he had a serious point and uh i was trying to identify you know uh you know because i know what kind of wife i have yeah there's no question but i knew what category that he was talking about but i want to play a little snippet of what he said okay there are two type of wives the first type listens to her husband understands his thoughts always behaves lovingly even if the husband gets angry or mad, she still greets him with a smile. The second type is the one everyone has. (laughs) (laughs) And and for those who are wondering, even better than all of that. (laughs) Now, I I do have to say that that my wife was the one he was talking about, that very sweet, lovely woman. You other guys, you got all you got the other type. Everybody else, so, <laughs> so you, you can have you can have those. You can have those types. But anyway, it was a doctor. You know, I think he was speaking at Harvard uh, uh, when he said that. So now we did have some additional uh, um, clips that they was talking about in the shop. Is there anyone in particular that you want to play, Casey? Uh, yeah. Um, so there was a guy that was uh, comparing uh, former President Barack Obama. Uh, to his uncle. Oh, I remember this conversation. Yeah, because uh, I guess his uncle felt like you know, you know, Barack wasn't no better than he was. <laughs> so, so let's see what this guy had to say about this. All right. <laughs> so, as we have to see, like, why don't you like Obama? Because there's plenty of good reasons not to like any president, any politician, for sure. But my uncle Steve just doesn't strike me as much of a reader. Just very curious about his specifics. And he said verbatim was a good, so you know, I just get the feeling that, like, he thinks he's better than me. (laughs) I was like, oh, the president? (laughs) Of America. Thinks he's better than you? Uh, Well, here's the thing, he is, by a lot. It's not a photo finish here. And it's, again, this is not a political thing, so this is so not a political choice between these two guys. I'll give you guys facts about each of their lives. I won't even tell you whose fact is whose. (laughs) So you can make a politically independent decision about who the better person is. Okay. So one of these two guys, between President Obama and Michael Steve, one of those two guys, uh, still married to his first wife, the mother of his children. Pretty good. Uh, The other one, won't tell you who. Recently cheated on my Aunt Stacy with a Burger King employee. <laughs> and it wasn't even a manager. <laughs> he wasn't even sexing his way up the chain as a career move. This is a lateral bang at best. So take your guess who's who, mark it down, let's do another. For a school, one that you went to a place called Harvard, which I hear is very nice. The other one, won't tell you who. Recently failed 
a scuba diving class. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow didn't die. I don't even know if that's possible. <laughs> if you float back to the top and take one breath, D minus should be the worst you're looking at. Like, that's a pass. How bad was his attitude down there? So let's do one more to break any ties. And we'll be out there after two rounds. <laughs> one of the two. So I've been thinking about this a lot over the last few days. Over the last a lot, a lot over the last. Pretty good. The other one won't tell you who swears that on one of the pages of his Waldo book, they just forgot to put Waldo. He is furious about it. Well, that was a comparison. Were you able to de detect which one was uh, in each of those scenarios? Which one was who? <laughs> <laughs> or were you struggling with that? I, th I thought it was pretty clear. I thought it was pretty clear. I just love what he said. I won't tell you who. That made it pretty obvious. Yeah, and, and I think that's important because it kind of illustrates a point about our two most recent ex-presidents. All right? Mm-hmm. And is that uh, forget the politics? All right, you know, but just looking at the people themselves, one was eloquent, intelligent, and uh, was able to present information clearly uh, with logic. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and the other, I won't tell you who, <laughs> was very different. Extremely different. And I think we may have an example of that. And, and we do. And we do. It is, it is compare and contrast. Like I said, one seems to be very polished. The other, I'm not quite sure. And I do like what you said. We won't tell you who. <laughs> <laughs> we just let you listen to it. And you determine who's speaking. The United States has conducted an operation that killed Osama bin Laden, Abu Akar al-Baghdadi is dead. The United States launched a targeted operation against that compound. They did a lot of shooting. <laughs> Even not going through the front door. You know, you think you go through the door. If you're a normal person, you say knock, knock. <laughs> they killed Osama bin Laden and took custody of his body. He died like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's part of the quote-unquote charm of Donald Trump. His ignorance, his sixth-grade education level. Yeah, that's about right. And and so the comedic value that he brings in front of the uh, the microphone, and uh, when he's not even trying to. Right. And and so you know, I think that's part of the. The fascination that some of these people have with him because he, he entertains you now he might insult you you know right, right. or insult your intelligence but he's going to entertain you I, I think that's where he got a uh, a group of people following him not because of his political views not because they think he's very successful rich man which he is not they like him because he's entertaining and he's not really trying to be he's being himself yeah and it's funny because it's that scenario where he thinks he's smart and he thinks everybody else thinks he's smart. When everybody knows he's dumb as rocks. 
Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, I agree with you there. But you know, Casey, that brings up a a topic that we was talking about earlier: how Trump was fooling a lot of folks, especially poor folks, poor white folks. Mm-hmm. He makes poor white folks think that they have more in common with a millionaire than they do with their next door neighbor in the same situation that they are in. Right, and that I'm gonna tell you, how, amazing. And he just reemphasizes. Uh, that lie and myth that's been uh, perpetuated on people in America uh, even before it's uh, a birth as America. Yep, I am absolutely right. In fact, I think we have another. I think this person uh, can sum I, it up. Then. Yeah, she can. She's a she's a wife of one of our clients. She's a little spicy little wife. So I'm going to go ahead and play her little clip, and you can let us know what you think. On my video entitled Get a Better Job, somebody commented this. So I can only conclude that they either didn't watch the video or that they are white. It's a bet I am willing to take. And they were so incensed that it wasn't all about them for two minutes and 14 seconds that they had to come into my comments and center their whiteness. Because if you want to talk about classism at the exclusion of racism, that is exactly what you are doing. Yes, some of the things I talked about in that video do happen to poor white people. And as I said in that video, that is the intersection of classism and racism. What's interesting, though, is that if you fight racism, you are also fighting classism. But the same is not true in reverse. It's sort of like how a square is a rectangle, but a rectangle is not a square. To only be concerned with classism is racist, and the ruling class counts on it. The ruling class uses racism as a tool to convince working class white people that we have more in common with white millionaires and billionaires than we do with our black and brown neighbors. They know that if they keep us busy fighting amongst ourselves, we can't join forces to overthrow a group of people that benefit by holding us down. So when you say racist, divisive, white-centered shit like this, you are playing into their hand. You are a puppet of the bourgeoisie. Good day. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) But I've been echoing those same sentiments for decades. And that is that most people in America have more things in common with each other than the wealthy ruling class. America is a country made for the rich by the rich. Mm. And everybody else is being held down. And the way they maintain this is they use racism to keep the uh, have a, the white sector of the of the country thinking that hey you have it better off than the black people and you one day you could aspire to be like us and you you know like she said you're closer to us than you are to the black people when the reality is the truth the vast majority of white and black people are in the same boat mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but. Uh, but they used the racism card to fool the masses of whites, and they jump on board with it. Yeah, that's, that's uh, it, it's amazing how society thinks sometimes. Because I do remember when it was uh, uh, a close aide of Trump uh, said in an interview that when Trump go out among the people and shake their hands, he cannot wait to wash his hands because those people are dirty. Yes. And those are the same folks that will support him through thick and thin. It is totally amazing. Now, that's on one hand, it's amazing. But on the other hand, it's not amazing when you think about a person can have six bankruptcy and still be considered a millionaire. Yeah, it could be, could be considered a great businessman. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Name another 
billionaire that filed for bankruptcy six times that can't get a, lo a loans in America. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're right. <know? laughs> you're right. I tell you, another issue is that uh, they look up to a person who had a university that was a scam. Oh, yeah. Scamming those very people that adore him. That is absolutely right. Yeah. So it's just amazing how uh, people will allow things to happen when they feel that they have the same um, prejudice or support their beliefs, how far they will go. Yes. You know, because it has nothing to do with the issues. It has all right. to do with. It, uh, it just racism. shows how deeply ingrained the racism is in American culture particularly white American culture. You're so right. All right. Well, saying that, my goodness, boy, I have to say, well, this is kind of like a serious podcast this time around. But we are going to go ahead and end. Uh, first of all, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. Uh, I'd like to thank our listeners. Uh, we would not be here without you. Please feel free to follow. And also, if you have any interest of being one of our sponsors, go ahead and email us at kingcap at G, uh, kingcap317 at gmail.com and we'll have one of our staff members reach out to you and give you directions on the process to become a member so that being said casey i am going to turn it over to you i want to thank you for listening to barbershop.talk podcast please tell your family friends and enemies about our podcast barbershop.talk available on your favorite podcast platforms let's have peace in the streets be safe be wise and be loved and we say, go mob. I'm bad, bitch. Money count on me. Cash on me. Shawty blew my phone. That's corny. That's a no-no. I'm trying to hustle. That white woman.